Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Welcome back into the program, MD Nation. You are listening and or watching the MD's Fantasy Football Show, streaming to you live on social media at BillyFMDFMShow. And of course, we're always live on our YouTube channel. Subscribe to the MD's Fantasy Football Show when you get the chance to do so. You can always check us out after the show on your favorite pod streaming app. It is Friday night. I am Dan Mater, joined here with Chris Dowhauer. We're here to give you our MD's DFS contest of the week, along with Chaz Valari, will be joining us in the second half of the show to go over our lock bets of the week, all about the money on Friday night's show. Chris, how are you doing today? I think uh, another Falcons quarterback just came in the game and threw an interception. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's, that's, that's still happening. That game was a doozy. The only thing that was good DFS-wise for that game was the Patriots defense. How about that? Yeah, probably the top score last night, I believe. <laughs> top score by every defense can't, can't help win. They might be the top score for the entire week. I mean, frankly, the way they played yesterday. And yeah, as you said, every quarterback threw an interception. Josh Rosa comes in, pick six. Felipe Franks comes in. Oh, he throws another interception. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely insane. But thankfully, we have a plethora of games to choose from for our MD's DFS contest. By the way, it's free. If you win... You win one free week to Easy Sports Betting Data from Mr. Chaz Filardi, where you can bet eight different ways on every single game and have the trends and the data to help you win those probable bets. And then your name will also be eligible to win a championship football from championshipfootballs.com. The key is, though, you got to beat the hosts to get your name to be eligible to win these prizes. And Chris, you actually took home the prize last week. Yeah, I had to remind some people that where I stand in this, you know, not just always <laughs> to let everybody else win all the time. No, it was uh, it was nice to kind of get back on track, and I think some of the guys that I hoped for it paid off, and you know, we kind of talked about switching roles over the last couple of weeks about you know, how we built our team, and I felt like it kind of paid off last week. It did pay off for you in a big way last week. We'll see if it does again this week. If you want to join the contest, all you got to do is hit the link. It's in the description. No matter what social media platform you're watching this from or on YouTube. I'll put in the description for the pod streaming apps too, and we'll promote out a few more times if you follow us along at BaileyFMDFF show throughout the weekend. It's free to join. All I want is your participation. And we'll give you some analysis and hopefully try to help you win some tournaments that will be going for big cash prizes along with ours. So Chris, let's start off with your lineup for tonight. So I'm um- Talking about hoping guys get back on track, such as myself, uh, one of those reasons I was back on track with my own personal fantasy team, hopefully back for this DFS week, is going to be Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes follows the cow- facing the Cowboys. You got to love the matchup on paper. Um, I'm not scared of this Cowboys defense. I'm more scared about what goes on with Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City and that they actually show up. But at $7,600, I'm willing to take that chance for the matchup. I know it's not usual. Like you only pay for a quarterback, but sometimes you want to. And I think this is a matchup, especially for this week, I'm worth playing, paying for. 
yeah, it's hard to argue against Patrick Mahomes. Look, as long as they stick to the fundamentals of why their offense got back on track last week, taking what the defense gives you, allowing your playmakers to make plays, and not thinking he has to win it on every throw himself, then I think they'll be fine in this game against Dallas. Remember, Dallas plays a lot of man-to-man. And their corners, Trey Diggs in particular, while they have a lot of turnovers, do give up the big play because they're constantly going for that turnover. So this game has the highest over-under. It's hard not to go back to Patrick Mahomes seeing the turnaround happen after last week's Raiders game. Yeah, and the Chiefs offense and Patrick Mahomes are just a little bit better, a little bit different than playing Atlanta with Matt Ryan, and we saw that debacle of an offense yesterday. Where the Cowboys trounced last week, too. I mean, Matt, look, Falcons, not to get off track here a little bit, but it's been a rough uh, week for them because they had two games where they scored a three points combined within a week. That's rough. That's hard to get. It's just like, we're going to come back out of this hole. Oh, are you really? Because without Calvin Ridley coming back on the horizon, without Cordell Patterson being available to you, I don't see how you do. But let's keep going down with your lineup. Yeah, Arthur Smith, you're helping dig that hole. Um, yeah. Yes. So the other running back, I'm going for the value, and I think this is a guy that a lot of people could have in DFS lineups this week. That's Mr. A.J. Dillon, $6,200, taking over the backfield for the Aaron for Aaron Jones, who's been injured you know, for the next couple of weeks at least. Um, I love Dylan's opportunity to take over this backfield in full time. Um, I think you saw the, him kind of stealing touches, making already a flex play as it was. Now this guy could be actually be a bona fide RB1 out there in the ball from Aaron Rodgers. So I'm going with Mr. AJ Dylan, $6,200 versus the Minnesota Vikings. We talked about this last week, right? Taking advantage of free spaces in DFS. And that the fact that, look, yes, a lot of people, especially in tournaments, are going to have this play. He's priced down, he's an RB1, but he's still a free space. There's a reason why free space and bingo works, okay? It helps you build it out. So even if everybody else has this guy, the problem is this. If you don't have him and he drops 25, 30 points, well, then you better figure out a way to make up that somewhere else because otherwise you're going to not even cash your lineup if you don't have him in there. At $6,200, obviously he's a mid-level RB1. Obviously he's a steal. This year has been the year of the handcuff running back, without a doubt, because they get all the talent, all, all the volume. And in this situation, which hasn't happened in every situation, you actually know you have a very talented running back getting all the volume in a plus matchup there too. So I actually did not go A.J. Dillon. I'm going to explain why when we get to my lineup and why I pivoted off of him and how I think I cleverly pivoted off of him. But still, I love the play there. So my other running back position, this is another outstanding value, I think, and you're also going to love the matchup. While this guy's not a backup handcuff, he's returning, becoming the RB1 that he was previous. That's David Sir David Montgomery, um, $5,500 versus a, uh, a Baltimore defense that's, you know, tackles poorly at best. Um, I think you saw last game he came back before the bye. He handled the workman's load back there. I do think there'll be a little bit more of a split of carries moving forward, but not too much more that it's going to actually bother his, you know, his floor, his ceiling. So I'm excited about David Montgomery, and I'm loving that price tag. It's very weird to say the Baltimore Raven defense not tackling very well, but that's very true. That's exactly what the case has been. They're hit or miss as far as when they want to show up. It hasn't mattered. Years past always, if Brandon Williams played, you were going to run the Baltimore Ravens. Now it doesn't really seem to matter all that much whether he's playing or whether he's not. He's banged up anyway, but he might be active. It doesn't matter. I had David Montgomery in my lineup too, by the way, the flex position of $5,500, just because when he came back, his first week back, he got all the work. Cleo Herbert wasn't involved, and it wasn't just the rushing. It was the receiving. When we talk about DraftKings, you love it there. So you got a guy who has top 12 potential at $5,500. At the very least, he's a mid-level RB2, which normally they're priced in the $6,000 range. So you're getting David Montgomery at a great discount this week. Yeah, and I think a guy also has, as you point out, in the passing game has a nice floor and some upside. Because he tries to some points to be scored in this game. This Ravens defense isn't a traditional great defense. It can give up points and give up big plays. David Montgomery's been able to do both those over the last two years. So hopefully he can continue that streak. So the receiver position, I saved up some of that money in the backfield so I could spend big on my first receiver, and that's Mr. Stefan Diggs. I talk about a guy I think who came back and is back on track. I, I'm salivating about the matchup versus the Colts. I think this is the kind of guy that the Colts have struggled with this entire season. Um, they've really struggled with guys who were quick and getting in and out of their breaks, particularly on the edges. And I think Stefan Diggs kind of shows you that he's going to be that alpha 
I think Buffalo's kind of going back to basics, quote unquote. And that's Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs. And I love the matchup. And love the six time up seventy nine hundred dollars, a little expensive, but I think this time it's going to be this week. It's going to be worth it. He's my wide receiver four on the week. Of course, he has the big upside. Last week, it seemed like he got back on track. Now, the difference between last week and what's been going on this entire season, in case you didn't know, is just because Stephon Diggs actually got targeted the way he did last year. The, the balls are getting distributed out more and more throughout this season. Last week, though, they kind of had a flashback, and it was all the Stephon Diggs show. I think the question has to become, does that happen again? Because in this matchup, it's hard not to like Dawson Knox or Cole Beasley or Emmanuel Sanders. It, it could get spread out again. So I think you're hoping that they focus in on it, but you love the matchup, as you said, and you love the upside, and you love the fact that last week we saw them kind of get back to getting Stephon Diggs featured the way that he was a season ago. Yeah, I think you could still see those guys eat. I just think it's going to be more, it's going to be Stephon Diggs first, and then those guys eat versus kind of let's give it to everybody involved first and then see where, where Diggs is. Can't disagree. Um my other receiver, a guy I think also going to get backtracked, especially this week, kind of struggled last week, had some frustration, thinks that his teams are going to suffer for it this week, and that's the Arizona Cardinals. That's Mr. DK Metcalf, uh, $6,800. I think DK is in for a big week. I think Russell Wilson had kind of one of his worst weeks he's ever had in the last, you know, since I've seen him play quarterback in most decade now. Um, he could hit the broad side of the bar last week. He missed all kinds of easy throws. DK was obviously frustrated, came out this week talking about, you know, wanting to be – an adult that handles such situations in a professional manner, blah, 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 blah. He's going to come out there, and he's going to run hard, he's going to run fast, and he's going to score touchdowns. I think DK Metcalf gets back on track, and I love him. $6,800 was that Arizona defense. I don't have a big balls button. That's the best I can do for that. But that is a bold prediction, sir. Look, Russell Wilson's not that bad. I don't disagree with that part, and I think he will bounce back to at least some degree. But to go in on DK Metcalf in a tournament play and expect a big game, here's the problem I have with that. He wasn't getting big games when Russell Wilson was 100% healthy. So that's the issue I have. Now, here's what I will say in your defense. It's definitely going to be a contrarian play because I don't know how many people are going to have DK Metcalf in their lineup this week. So that part I'll give you. And, yes, he has the capability, of course. But I got to see Russell Wilson look like he can comfortably throw a football. That was more my problem with him last week. He just didn't look comfortable. Does he get comfortable after a week with the finger? I don't know. And the Arizona defense hasn't been too shabby against wide receivers this week, this year. No, they haven't been too shabby, and I, but I have no fear of that secondary, particularly DK Metcalf. I think this is a matchup custom-made for him. I think Arizona's going to come in there thinking they have their quarterback play back and they're going to be back on track, and they may be able to score some points. Defensively, the defense isn't very good. It does miss J.J. Watt. As Chandler Jones... Other than that, it's been kind of overrated, in my opinion. You can get physical with it, which Seattle likes to get physical. And I think you can attack it with your, your big plays, um, especially as the offense stutters out here or sweaters out here and there without DeAndre Hopkins. I think this is a prime spot for Seattle to get back on track, and they're going to make a statement this game. And I th- I, I'm, I'm telling you, DK Metcalf is going to be that guy who leads that charge because whether I'm supposed to can get it in his vicinity is all that's going to matter. He can throw knuckleballs over there as far as I'm concerned. DK Metcalf will go up and go get it. I, I, he's going to run. He's going to have a big touchdown run, and I bet you he just scores more than that. I think this is a game you're going to see him feast. And like I said, look at that secondary. Yes, it's been pretty solid overall numbers-wise, but what are you really scared of? I'm not necessarily scared of anything, but I, I think what I'm scared of is like I'm scared of Russell Wilson just not being quite up to snuff yet. That would probably That would probably be my fear, but hey. It's a bold call. It's a tournament play. We're taking our shots here. That's my one guy I feel very excited about this week. Sometimes you just know when guys, especially when they're monsters and they're ready to, they're ready to show their show themselves. This is a week. The, the gut instinct kicking in for Chris. What Watch. do you got next? All right. So uh, the other receiver is Michael Gallup. Um, talk about value. Talk about a free space. $4,200 versus the Chiefs. You love the matchup. You know, you know, got the crazy news today that Cooper's not going to be playing. Um, you do not really show the health of Wilson right now. He's kind of been banged up as well. So this could be a Gallup C.D. Lamb, um, you know, passing game, a passing attack. Even if they get the tight ends involved, you're not really worried about that hurting Gallup too much. He was decently involved last week, got five targets. This week, expect him to do even more. And just stop with the five targets real quick. That's not bad for a Cowboys offense because it's 
That's usually like the second leading receiver's targets per game. So Michael Gallup kind of came back, got involved pretty quickly. I was going to be heavily involved this week. And I love, love, love $4,200 price bet tag. Yeah, I was going to say this got real juicy now with Amari Cooper being out, not just this week, but apparently it's going to be out for Thanksgiving too because the guy is not un- two is, weeks. Is unvaccinated. Un- unbelievable. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Michael Gallup, I talked about A.J. Dillon being a, a free space. Michael Gallup's probably going to be a free space, too, this week. $4,200, you're not going to find too many guys who has the upside that he does heading into this match against the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday. So he's going to be another guy who I think is going to be highly owned. But again, his price tag allows you to do so many things, and you're getting good value out of a player. It's hard not to put him in your lineup. He is also in my lineup as my third receiver because it's just too good to pass up at that price, plain and simple. I agree. Um, so I was talking about, you know, Buffalo having been able to feed multiple mouths in the passing game. One of those mouths is going to be Dallas Knox, I believe. $4,000, Buffalo versus the Colts. The Colts have their 22nd ranked defense versus the tight end position. They've struggled of late. Darius Leonard is not healthy, although he might still play. He's definitely a shell of himself right now. Um, and I expect them to continue to be able to attack the middle of the field. But Dallas Knox wasn't really heavily involved that last week. You kind of talked about Diggs being heavily tar- you know, heavily targeted, heavily involved. That whole offense just in general was kind of weird. I don't think they got the plays off they kind of expected to. But I do think you're kind of seeing you know, the changing in the guard where, like I said, Stephon Diggs is the alpha in the passing game. But I definitely think that it doesn't stop any of the guys from eating. And Dallas Knox is one of those guys who you love in the red zone. And I think it actually can have a decent amount of volume this week. Also attacking this, this um, seems – versus this Colts defense. Yeah, look, Dawson Knox is here to stay. Dawson, I mean, that that's just plain and simple. He's emerged. I think Josh Allen likes being able to go to him in the red zone. Last week was his first game back, along with it being, you know, the Stephon Diggs show to begin with anyway. So I'm kind of with you. I think Dawson Knox is in line for a decent game here. I also have him at my tight end position. You're not going to find him cheaper than $4,000 at any other point this season, I believe. I got him at the top five tight end heading into the week, and that just doesn't happen in DraftKings getting guys down to $4,000. So typically speaking, I try to look for cheaper options than that at tight end, but this week the value is too good for a guy like that who's in a smash spot and has the upside of a two-touchdown performance. When you talk about the Indianapolis Colts, all the injuries they're dealing with, plus they haven't been good against the pass all year long anyway. So, yeah, I'm with you, and that's why I also have Dawson Knox in my lineup at $4,000 too. Yeah, I love Dawson Knox this week. Um, my other flex position, I'm going with Jeff Wilson Jr., another value, I believe. You know, I, We had the conversation before we got on air today about you know, your own fantasy situation, who you'd play, who you wouldn't play. I think I talked myself into loving Jeff Wilson Jr. this week. Um, yeah. I, I look at the matchup versus Jacksonville. He, he should have clearly have the, you know, the first two down roll in his backfield. I know they're talking about giving you a check to third down roll. I still think Wilson's going to get targeted okay amount of time. I'm not expecting him to get like 10 targets or anything ridiculous out there. But I wouldn't be surprised if he gets you know between three or four catches out of the backfield as well for you. I think that the volume's there. This is a great matchup for the 49er offense as long as they don't kind of screw it up. And I think Jeff Wilson Jr., $5,100, is an outstanding value. I think guy has a lot of upside for that price tag. Can't argue. Elijah Mitchell, he is doubtful heading into the Sunday game. I don't see any way in which he plays. He did not practice at all, and it would be smarter for them to hold him out. I mean, Jeff Wilson's been back for a couple of weeks now, so we can expect that his conditioning is up to snuff, at least enough to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the 49ers offense is healthy, so they should be able to move the ball. He should be in scoring opportunities, and of course, you love the matchup. So yeah, Jeff Wilson, $5,200, becomes a smash play. Now we get the news about Elijah Mitchell. So much for Shanahan all week saying, like, oh yeah, he's going to practice. Oh yeah, he's going to play. Yeah, n- none of those two things are actually going to wind up happening. Uh, That's why he's doubtful. Yeah, you can't listen to coaches when it comes to these players, at least certain coaches, I should say. There are some that are seem to be more on the money or at least more honest with what's going on, but certain coaches you just can't you just can't listen to. So who's your defense? So with my defense, I'm going with the Panthers defense. I'm riding the whole Cam Momentum train train. I think what we saw from the Washington football team last week offensively was a fluke. I don't expect this to continue. This is going to be one of the hotter defenses as the second half of the season progresses. Carolina's with Shaq Thompson back in this defense. They're able to actually get a lot more pressure. They're able to kind of play different fronts, be more aggressive. Stephon Gilmore still rounding into shape. I think there's opportunity for this team to get some sacks, some turnovers, and I think they're going to feed off Cam Newton's kind of starting this game. 
and just rock Ron Rivera's world. And I think defensively, they're going to need to charge. $2,700 on top of it. <laughs> I had them in my lineup originally. I do have somebody else <clears throat> now, but I did have them in my lineup originally. They are the best, cheapest defense to go with. That That's without a question. But there's other defense that we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, I was just too good for me to be able to pass up. But we're going to talk about that after the break. So yes, you guys, I got a Patriot tuned. defense. Stay tuned. <laughs> exactly. Stay tuned after the break to the MD's Fantasy Football Show. We'll be back right after this. MD Nation, we want to welcome in a new sponsor of the show called Props Fantasy from PropsFantasy.com. Props Fantasy is a website and app which allows users to import their season-long fantasy teams to challenge other season-long fantasy teams. Their crucial difference is that you can challenge other teams that you are not playing in your league that week or aren't even in your league or not even on the same platform. The idea behind Props Fantasy is to let casual season-long fantasy players use the teams they already have to engage in daily fantasy type contests for winnings. Users can wager anything from $1 up to $1,000 on a head-to-head challenge. Props Fantasy even harmonizes the scoring. If you're in a PPR league and your opponent is not, Props Fantasy will default to a half-point PPR or you can manually adjust it. They also handle things like standard lineup versus super flex. Their developers are fantasy football diehards and have thought of everything, including IDP. So if you think your season-long team is not just the best in your league, but the best in all leagues, this is your chance to find out and win money when you sign up for the Props Fantasy app today at PropsFantasy.com. So join in on the fun. You're listening to the MD's Fantasy Football Show. Welcome back, MD Nation, to the show. You are listening to the MD's Fantasy Football Show, streaming to you live on social media at BillyUpMDFFShow. And, of course, always available to you on YouTube. Check us out after the show on your favorite pod streaming app. I'm your host, Dan Mater, joined here with Chris Dowhauer. We're talking about our DraftKings lineup cards for the MD's DFS contest, which you can always find on social media at BillyUpMDFFShow. We have it. Right here for you guys in the comments, wherever you're watching this live. If you are, if you're not, we'll be promoting it throughout the weekend. Join for free. If you win, you win one week of easy sports betting data where you can bet on every single game in eight different ways, telling what all the trends are, all the probable bets are to help you guys win money. And your name will become eligible for the November giveaway for championship football from championshipfootballs.com. Very exciting stuff, and it's very free for you to join in. All we want is your participation. So we just went over Chris's, you know, uh, lineup in the first segment. Let's go over my lineup now quickly because we got Chaz waiting on the other side here. We talked about we both have Dawson Knox in our lineups at the tight end position. We both have David Montgomery in our lineups as well this week. Those are the only two similarities, though. He went Patrick Mahomes. I went Cam Newton. At $5,100 at my quarterback position. I just want you to run two in, Cam. That's it. That's all I want you to do. Just run two in. I get my points of what I needed to be able to pay for you. Now, I'm not getting enthralled into the narrative that's out there right now in the fantasy community of this is a smash spot for Cam Newton against Washington because Washington is so terrible against the pass. Look, I don't know how much Cam has left in his arm. I don't. I have absolutely no idea. I do know he's going to run. I do know they're going to build his offense around him running, and I do know he's going to get his opportunities, especially at the goal line. So, Chris, I'm going with him for two touchdowns at $5,100. Yeah, I love the price tag. You love the upside. P.J. Walker is an interesting thing when we're talking about actually having him play as well as Cam. That's the only thing I can see is any kind of downside. To That's this one of those things. Is like, we'll, we'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think it's stupid if they do that. But having said that, I'll, I'll I'll put myself out on a limb. I, I haven't watched Kim Newton yet this year either, but it doesn't matter. He does everything better than Sam Darnold, period. So I like <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. I actually stuck with Carolina. I went with Christian McCaffrey and my RB1. I stuck him in my lineup, $8,900. The guy played just over 50% of snaps last week, and he had what, 10 targets, 10 receptions, all the carries. The only thing he didn't do is score. This dude is incredible. I said earlier in the year before he got injured, I don't think you can win a tournament without having Christian McCaffrey in your lineup. We're back to that stage of the year. 
Yeah, I can't argue that at all. I, I mean, I spent my money on trying to distribute the different running backs. I just love so much value this week at the running back position. But Christian McCaffrey, if you're going to pay for anybody and pay big money for anybody, that's the guy. So this was my clever pivot that I was teasing earlier about a, about not going AJ Dillon. You got to make up that twenty-five point, you know, potential somewhere. Well, I'm going to go with a guy who's one hundred dollars cheaper in a similar role of AJ Dillon, where he's getting all the work, both passing, rushing, and also touchdowns. JC, are you with me? James Connor, James Connor, baby, exactly. James Conner against Seattle. You love the matchup here. Still no Chase Edmonds. Getting all the work. Hopefully Kyler Murray is back. So that offense is a little bit more efficient. But he's getting everything. Touchdown leader. And this is where I think I can make up for it. This is where I think I can be contrarian to A.J. Dillon. Because a lot of people are going to pass over James Conner because A.J. Dillon is only $100 more. Yeah, I mean, on paper, it's a good matchup versus Seattle. They have struggled against the run. For you know, most of the season, they've gotten a little bit more stout as of late, but it is a big smash mouth of a smash opportunity. Um, you like the price tag, six hundred dollars. The backfield is all his, as he pointed out. I, I have a little bit concerned about his involvement in the passing game, but the opportunity to score touchdowns and the volume you expect, you really can't pass on for six hundred dollars. So yeah, I think it's a good play. So the next one, I also I go I kept trying to go contrarian here. A lot of people are on the Tyreek Hill train with the Dallas game coming up. A lot of people on CeeDee Lamb. A lot of people on Devontae Adams going with Minnesota. So I mixed it up here. I'm going with A.J. Brown. He hasn't played well the last couple of weeks. We've been against two top-notch corners. So not a lot of people are going to be on top of him. But he's playing Houston. What did he do the last time he didn't face a top-notch corner? Oh, yeah, that's right. He went 10 receptions for 133 yards and a touchdown. So give me A.J. Brown as my top-notch receiver at $7,700. I get to pay down a little bit for a guy who does have that number one overall potential this week. Yeah, I, I feel sad for the, uh, the draft community or the fantasy community if A.J. Brown is a contrarian play. If you guys can think about playing him, I, I, I know he is. They're going to pay I, up to Tyreek and Devontae Adams. Because it's disgusting to think that's actually the case when you have a team – you pointed out a guy who's a true number one receiver playing uh, Houston Texans, I think yeah. you said that was again. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I love the opportunity, and I think he's never a gigantic opportunity in smash spot. This guy, look, my heart loves him, and I know it's going to come. But T. Higgins, sing to me, baby. T. Higgins, $5,400. The targets have been there. The offense is there. The quarterback is there. The top-notch production has not been there yet. Going up against the Raiders, they just let up a bunch of points. I think this game has sneaky shootout potential. Give me T. Higgins at $5,400. I think he finally hits his big week that we've all been waiting for. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. The only curiosity I have is how much of Hayward is he going to see in this matchup. But if he doesn't see too much too much of Hayward, and he's kind of left doing you know, at least half his times out there facing some of the different corners, I think he'll be just fine. You love the opportunity of King. I think this game could be a high-scoring game in general. And you love the targets T. Higgins has been seeing. So he's about due to have one of the big games. Again, we talked about Michael Gallup, Dawson Knox, and David Montgomery. That would be my next three positional players. So we get to skip ahead to my defense. And this is why I didn't go with the Carolina Panthers. Give me the Cleveland Browns with good old Tim Boyle at the quarterback position for the Detroit Lions. Cleveland Browns, $3,100. I am all over that. They're a little bit healthier this week. That's first and foremost. They got smashed last week, so I expect a big bounce-back game here at home against Detroit. It's Tim Boyle. Tim, Bo- It just sounds like a name you're going to forget tomorrow. Tim Boyle at the quarterback position. Give me Cleveland Browns defense. Absolutely yeah, love it. Detroit could run for 300 yards this game as well. They just did that against Pittsburgh with a guy named <laughs> Jerk, Jerk off. With 53 yards, 53 yards, something ridiculously low. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a good opportunity. You definitely want to chase the backup quarterback and chase the crappy team. Um, the other thing is, like I said, it will be interesting because Cleveland really struggled for us to run last week versus New England. Can somehow Detroit pull it out twice in a row and maybe get their first victory behind Boyle? Yeah, I'm saying hell no. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be coming back. Dance bets. No, not one of my bets. When we come back on the other side, we'll have Chaz Valari to talk about some bets. So everybody stay tuned to the Empty's Fantasy Football Show. We'll be back 
right after this. This holiday season, I'm giving thanks to our friends at Manscaped. Do I tell my extended family that I have the Performance Package 4.0 from the global leaders and below-the-waist grooming? Not to mention, it includes their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to tame my bush and score brownie points with the in-laws. Every in-laws dream. Give your manscape or the man in your life who needs it. They'll join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with 20% off and free shipping with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY by going to manscaped.com. Think your holiday spread is good? It's time to give thanks to the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0, or as I like to call it, the perfect package for your package. Inside, you'll find our lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and hair nose trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Think of it as a cornucopia for your balls. That's 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at Manscaped.com. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. You're listening to the MD's Fantasy Football Show. Welcome back, MD Nation, to the show. You are listening and or watching the MD's Fantasy Football Show, streaming to you live on social media at BellyUpMDFF Show and on YouTube. Chris and I, we just went over, damn Ader, that is, and if you guys you know aren't watching the live stream, we just went over our DraftKing lineup cards analysis to help you guys win some tournaments, but also... So now you know what we're going to be utilizing in our MD's DFS contest, which is free to join. And if you win, you win one free week of easy sports betting data provided by this man, Mr. Chaz Filardi. Chaz, how are you doing today? Don't mind me. I am placing a live wager. Uh, now, remember, gambling comes with risk. So if you were following on this play, make sure you're not betting with money you can't afford to lose. We're going to college football. We're going to the Houston game because I think Houston's about to, to open it up a little. So I'm looking to get their team total for the first half. And I just got it at 14 and a half. I'm going to take that. Uh, Chaz, actually, I bet on Houston to cover minus eight today. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Pardon me? I bet on Houston the cover minus eight today, so I'm with you there on Houston. I the beginning of the game, and Memphis held the ball for about three minutes, kind of wandered down the middle of the field, and then Houston is just looking really patient, and they have that powerful offense. So if they're patient in the beginning of the game, and they're running and they're running, they're going to suck a few people up, even though it just went down to 13 and a half. You know what? I'm going to take that, too. Again, I don't recommend doing this if you're not experienced with live action. But uh, 14 is a push for me, and uh, 17, which is what I think they're going to get. I, I really think they can get 20. I didn't get that 13 and a half, by the way. They kicked me out. Now it's up to minus 199, and that's a number I'm not going to touch. And, Dan, you talk about it a lot with live action. There's certain numbers. It's too much. It's too rich. Yeah, no, agreed. It gets too high, or your odds aren't good enough to really justify the bet to begin with. And, and you just, you know, look, betting – and Chaz, you, you have more experience than I do, but for me, betting is all about the balance. You know, what do I want to risk? But what's the profit I'm getting back in return for that risk? It's got to be worth it. Otherwise, I'm not going to put that risk out there. And that's pure pure math. I talk, I, Chris, I think we, you and I talked when you came on Wake and Bake one time. I also go with the emotional toll. So I say to myself, okay, which of these bets, if I lose it, I'm going to be pissed that I made it. And I, I'll, 
I'll usually tone down the action on that play and make sure that it's not going to be one of those plays that bites me in the butt because not all plays are created equal, correct? That's right. That's right. That's right. That's the word of wisdom right there. That's I've got three things that I've got before we talk any NFL. I got three things. Atlanta was one and nine in the second half against the spread, but you knew that if you tuned in last (laughs) night to sports betting weekly and you caught us live because you knew that because we told you that. So last night we only we cashed like John had the under. I had the second half. I was all over uh, Louisville. That was fun too. I was watching Louisville live when that kid did that 72 yard run. Hopefully one of you two saw that 72 yard run. Yes. Oh my God. It was like watching the kid from Louisville back in the day, right? He's yeah. on Baltimore now. It was amazing. Um, we also discussed the spouse tax, which I'm not sure, Dan, I know you have a spouse. I'm not sure if you pay spouse taxes on your winnings. And then, of course, we talked about Wake and Bake because uh, Wake and Bake was fun. But what we didn't talk about is how many points did New England make you if, you were, if they were your defense in fantasy last night? How does that work? Wasn't it 34, Chris? In different formats, between 24 to 34 in most of the formats. And that's, that's just a shitload of points for defense, right? That Yeah, that's that's like more than you could imagine for a defense, yeah, is basically. That, is that a shitload of points? Is that a, a fantasy? Yes, that is, the, yeah, that is the correct Shitload, it's, it's one of the extra yes. That is the correct Yeah, time. I was curious because I had the second half New England team total over, which I also gave out on the show. Uh, but it wasn't it wasn't in live action because when we got off the air, it was still in the first half, you know. But I said, I'm looking at the data. I'm telling you right now, Atlanta doesn't score in the second half. New England does. I'm taking New England, but I'm also betting the team total over. So I was about to split with like at the two-minute warning because they were going to cover, but they weren't going over. <laughs> pick six. Good old Josh Rosen coming in for one play career for a pick I, six. I, I just need a pick six here. Oh, my God, every weekend in my entire life for the NFL and college. And you get it once in a while, but you normally don't. Well, I mean, you talk about Atlanta not scoring in the second half. Right now, last couple of games, they haven't been able to score, period. I just pointed that out earlier on the show. Yeah, I, look, we got a we got a long slate of games to get through. So let's let's start, let's try to get through them. Uh, Chris, you said I was going to bet on this game, but I'm interested in this game. Uh, Cleveland Browns minus 12 against the Detroit Lions. Come on. You're going to take that minus 12. Take that minus 12. Do the minus 12. Come on. You can do it. Well, Come first of all, it. you don't want me to take anything. I think Chaz wants to stop asking what my lock bets of the week are because I think I sabotage this every week in a sabotage <laughs> situation. Um, Thank you, Chris. You know whatever it. Chris says for the lock bet, do not bet against that. Bet heavily against that. Obviously, Vegas did know something last week that I didn't know about that 49ers-Rams game, and they knew what the point spread was, what they had to do that, because, yeah. As a 49ers fan, I was very happy, but Chris, I thought that was a hell of a bet, you know, decision by you. Well, we we <laughs> said that line looks weird, but we'll know on Monday, and it was weird because they wanted to make sure people bet it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> they, they, they got that bet, and boy, did they cash out. Um, yeah, so... No, but I think, Chaz, one of the things that when it comes to that game for myself that stands out is I don't think it's going to be a highly scoring game. And I personally don't really want to touch it because when the score is going to be lower on the lower side, I think there's more you know room for error for teams not to cover necessarily. Yeah, I want nothing to do with that game. I don't really want to bet Cleveland minus 12. I, this is a game where you know, if you're into teasing down, I would look to go that direction because the Browns should win this game handily, at least to some degree, maybe by 10 points. I don't know about the 12 because now you're talking about you want them to win by two touchdowns at that point. And I expect them to bounce back, but we just saw Detroit against Pittsburgh. And I don't know. It's just a weird situation. The NFL has been weird in general so far this season. There's other games this week, though, that I'm very excited about. Uh, one of them being the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings. I love that this game is basically a pickup. Packers are minus one against Minnesota Vikings. Vikings at home. Give me the Green Bay Packers all day, every day of the week. Vikings, A, aren't great at home to begin with. But B, they haven't been playing like a good team. They really haven't. They're a very inconsistent hit or miss team. And the fact that they beat the Chargers last week gives me more confidence that the Packers are going to roll them this week. So I'm on the Packers minus one in this matchup. What is the data telling you, Chaz? Yeah, well, I have a new thing now. I create my MD's NFL notes. It's a little cheat sheet. Love it. Doing the data because you know I get the data to you guys uh, for Belly Up Fantasy 
usually by Wednesday morning. Um, and, and I'm ready to start doing my own stuff. But yeah, in the last, you, you, you said it exactly. In the last 12 games, Green Bay is 11 and 1 against the spread. And their last eight straight games have gone under the number. So think about that. Those are pretty, I mean, those, those are pretty good numbers. Eight, 11 to 1, you take. 8 no, you take. Yeah. yeah. Over under, by the way, is the set at 47 and a half, which I'm with you on that. Both these teams are slow paced, not really putting up a lot of points unless they absolutely have to. So taking the under here is not a bad move. What about you, Chris? Yeah, I mean, I, I actually had like a little note. I tried to prepare this time too because I don't want to be the one that's always giving out to losers. But, um, <laughs> It says that the no nine, extra homework this week, guys. <laughs> Green, Bay, Green Bay actually did nine straight has nine straight covers, so I think you know talking about the the numbers. That's absolutely what kind of things that Chaz points out to you. Look at the numbers and see what something's been going. Keep riding. I like it. I like it. Let's go back to San Francisco. This line's actually moved a little bit, by the way. It was uh, it was minus six. Now it's minus seven for San Francisco on the road over the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're better on the road. I'll give them that. If I was going to bet anything, I'd actually take the Jaguars plus seven. It's going to be a no contest ultimately for me, though. Here's the reason. You don't come off of a victory like that on Monday Night Football against the Los Angeles Rams, your divisional rival, and not suffer some sort of emotional setback. The Jaguars, while a terrible team, have been covering because teams are just they're just relaxing in the second half, and they're actually backdoor covering last couple of weeks. So I'm actually going to probably stay away from this game. The over-under, by the way, set at 45 and a half. Chaz, I saw you smirking a little bit. What do you got? Well, no, I'm smirking because it looks like the Houston quarterback just blew out his shoulder. Oh. <laughs> and he was on the ground wincing in pain, and I'm thinking uh, it's third and 17. I'm pretty sure he has to come out for a play. Um, college football is different than the pros, though. The pros, you know what you got behind the guy in college you might have the next archie manning for heaven's sake you never know you know yeah that's true but you know jacksonville i'm telling you when i when it comes to the trends with teams like jacksonville they start covering the trend is they're covering i don't care what they did last year they're covering you know right chris where you at on this game yeah i don't want to touch it either i agree with you on that one the number i came up with i have is san francisco has covered only twice in the past seven games and they've been uh, three and six against the spread over the last nine games, which I think is the fourth worst in the NFL this year. So, yeah, I think there's lots of reasons not to trust the 49ers, even though it's tantalizing to do so. So I, I, I'm with you. I'm sustaining. I'm not going to bet on the Jags. I don't trust that either. But I, I don't necessarily want to bank on the 49ers doing what they're supposed to do either. Well, I think it's important a game to bring up for this reason is that after that Monday night game, look, these primetime games, people always, the public will always overreact one way or another after these primetime games. So a lot of people are going to look at, oh, 49ers versus Jacksonville, they just beat the Rams 31 to 10 and bet heavily on them to cover. And I'm just, it doesn't necessarily work that way. It's not linear. Okay. There's a lot of factors that go into these things. How about the Baltimore Ravens and the Chicago Bears? That game's minus six and a half. Now, to give you guys some updated news in case you didn't catch it, Lamar Jackson was back at practice today. So was Rashad Bateman. So was Marquise Brown. So as far as the offense goes, the Ravens should be pretty much intact. I don't know if you care about Latavius Murray or anybody else, but that matter. But it's, the question is going to become this. Does Justin Fields continue on the supposed light switch that he flipped against the Steelers the week before their bye or is the blitz that he's going to undoubtedly face against the Ravens going to be too much for him? I think that's what this game comes down to, and I think it will be too much for him. I'm taking the Ravens minus six and a half here. What do you say, Chaz? Yeah, Chicago's one of those teams. There, there's so many of them in the league right now, seven, eight of them, that are just horrible organizations, just horrible. Amen, Chaz. <laughs> this is like Chris's ex-favorite Plus, team. I, don't get me wrong. You're betting... You're betting the players on the field. I realize that. But when it stinks from the top down, you can't go wrong with certain teams. And, and Detroit's on that list, too. Yeah, Detroit, Detroit is on that list. How about the Colts and the Bills? No one's giving the Colts a chance to win this game. The line is minus seven. It's in Buffalo. The over-under set at 49 and a half. I don't know. Anybody feeling like the Colts could cover in this one? Chris or Chaz, we'll go to Chaz first. You guys hand up. Go ahead. Yeah, you know what? They they didn't they didn't give me the team total in the, in the game 
last week. They got 20 points right away, covered the first half team total early, and they didn't score again. And they didn't cover. Remember that? Who's that? Was one of our plays? Who's that? Yeah. Do you remember who? Which the three of us picked? Ah, uh, that was me. That was me last week. And they, I was they, not the winner, Chad. So that's why I'm keeping quiet over here. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> but one of the reasons that I always say that's why I bet the first half because yeah, then you split. You don't ever throw things at your TV when you already won the first half or the first quarter. And uh, the Colts are 7-0, seven, seven straight first halves they've won. And you know what? I like them. They're scoring points. I think they can win. I definitely i am going to go back to their team total over. I think Buffalo is going to be just fine. That's my opinion. Chris, where are you at in this game? I mean, it's, overall, it's probably a no contest for me, but I just feel like it's a little odd that no one's giving the Colts a chance. It makes me interested. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm more on your side there where I don't, I think it's something I want to touch necessarily or bank on, but I do think, you know, when you look at the situation, you look at how Buffalo's kind of playing, people are assuming a lot off of beating down the Jets, and I don't think that's necessarily something you want to jump to conclusions based off of. I think you look at the Colts' offense, it has been humming more of late. Defense is kind of struggling, that's kind of one of my concerns, because it hasn't really been right. healthier. It has been struggling in a lot of ways. Leonard does not look, hope he's basically talking like one leg out there. But having said all of that, I just don't think Buffalo is as good as people try to make them to be. And I think the Colts showed you last year that they can play with this team. Why not again this year? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Saints and the Eagles. Saints going to Philadelphia. This game is a minus two and a half in favor of Philadelphia, who's the home team. Uh, the over-under set at an abysmal 42 and a half. This, <laughs> um, I'm going to bet the under. And I'm actually going to bet the under. Uh, not not a joke. I think this game is going to be 16-13. And I'm going all in on it. Look, no Alvin Kamara. We found that out earlier today. It's going to be Mark Ingram, Trevor Simeon, still the quarterback. Last time I checked, we might not even have Taysom Hill for the Saints. And the Eagles have resonated themselves to, we'll run first. And we'll run always. And we'll have Jalen Hurts just be efficient off of that. And that's nice. It's a good game plan. They've been playing a lot more competitive football as a result of that. And that's fine. I don't have a knock for that. But the problem is the Saints are very good against the run. I don't see a lot of touchdowns being scored in this game. So how about you, Chaz? Yeah, the Saints are on here. First half, last 10 games, 9-1 and one under. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to tell you you should wait in line to cash your ticket quite yet, but I would make the same bet you do. And I probably will, actually. Chris? Yeah, I'm not making this bet, but numbers-wise, I do have that they're 8-2 and two outright, and they're 9-1 against the spread this year at the Saints. Um, so it's something if you want to go as the underdog, they are, that's what they, they've been paying out. Well, that's underdog. interesting to me. 9-1 and one against the spread, and the spread's 2.5. So would you bet the Saints outright going off of that data at plus 125 on the money line? I mean, eight and two outright. So I think that's something, yeah, I mean, that your odds are definitely still in your favor. I'll, I'm going to say this. If they beat the Eagles on the road outright in this game, I will say Sean Payton should be coach of the year <laughs> because they have nothing left. They have nothing left to do anything with offensively. Dan will sing Trevor Simeon's fight song from his whatever college he went to. Yeah, which we don't know because he's that irrelevant. Uh, let's talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. The Las Vegas Raiders. This game is basically a pick 'em. The Raiders are at home. They're dogs. The Bengals are favored minus one and a half, but that's why I say it's basically a pick 'em. The over is set at 50. I'm a little mad about that line, Chaz. You want to know why I'm a little mad about that line? Because I thought I was being all sneaky, thinking that this could be a shootout game that nobody was paying attention to, but apparently Vegas is. I think that's because they know. As soon as the plane lands in Vegas, it doesn't matter what the team is, they're scoring 20 points. That's how it works. Just land the plane, everybody's safe, find your, don't lose your luggage, and you're scoring 20 points because the Raiders give up 20 points to anybody that can breathe. Now, Cincinnati's, uh, you know. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
you know, what week of the what what week of the season is it, right? So, and that's the the maturity level, I think, of what I look for at this time of year. I don't want to say I have my money on a team and I hope they show up. That's not what I want. I, I want to know they're going to show up. I don't know if Cincinnati always shows up. It is a hit or miss team. They are a young team. Chris, where are you at on this? Well, I tell you, it does show up as it seems to be offense. Because in the Raider, uh, yeah, Raiders' last first thirteen games in their new stadium, they're eleven and two uh, on the over. Or teams have had scored on the over eleven out of tw- uh, thirteen times. So there's obviously a lot of points going to be scored. And Vegas themselves have four of the last five games at home. They've gone over the total. So. I mean, it sounds like even you might be still on the right track, even if the Vegas is kind of catching up to you, you still might be possibly another winner because they keep covering. Well, I guess we have, to, we have to ask this question. Does one team get into the 30s this week? I think absolutely. If one team gets into the 30s, then you're betting the over. If that's how you feel, because that the other team's going to get into the 20s without a doubt, whether it's the okay. backdoor cover or whatever by the fourth quarter. So that's why I'm with you. I'm betting well, the over in this game. Dan, that's an excellent not that you're not always. Oh, Chris, by the way, congratulations on winning last week. I didn't mention that earlier. I always feel that you two are the best. So when you do win, I'm not sh- shocked, but I always believe I should say congratulations. Well, thank, thank you, Chad. Remember, I didn't hit, I didn't put my entry I in. I can win at something. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't mean you get them in, you know. But, Dan, you're, you're right. And, and I'll do that a lot, my handicapping. I, I see the line. I put together the two team totals, and I say – does this look like the kind of game I'm going to get? And, and if you think about that, if it's a two-point line on 50, then it's going to be 26-24. That's what you think the final is going to be, right? Yeah, I think that's an easy way to say you're going to get somebody in the 30s. Yeah, totally agree. Bengals coming off the bye. They have all the offensive firepower. Also, I'm going to take the Bengals minus one and a half. I believe they are the better team. And that's what I'm going to stick with here. When it comes to pickums, I always take the guys that I think are the better team in that scenario. But let's talk about the big game of the week that a lot of people are going to want to bet because a lot of people are going to watch this game. Plain and simple. That's just how it kind of works. The Dallas Cowboys and the Kansas City Chiefs. Cowboys right now, road dogs, plus two and a half. Give me the Dallas Cowboys outright. My lock bet of the week, my upset pick of the week. I love every bit of it. I don't care if they don't have Amari Cooper. Give me the Dallas Cowboys outright against the Kansas City Chiefs on the road. Chris? Very interesting. Well, I mean, I can't argue strongly with it. I know statistics-wise, Kansas City's 0-5 uh, against the spread this at home, and, and Dallas is 4-0 and against the spread on the way. So... It's, you know, kind of matching the, both teams where we've, we talked all year long about don't ever bank on Kansas City and just how you think somehow, some way they're going to be different this week, and it just never seems to pan out that way. So, I mean, if you're going to go bet, bet and go with the numbers and the trends, it sounds like you should be on the right track with that Dallas Cowboys. Chaz? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we, we, you know, if I've said it 57 times recently, I've said it at least that many about the Kansas City's record against the spread because poor John from GMF Sports Consultants on our show, he used them twice early in this uh, pick a circuit contest, you know, when he's got a big five. Yeah. Man. So uh, I, I would not, I, I would be very surprised if I don't have action on this game. I'm pretty sure I'll have some action on this game, but I'm going to be looking at a team total or a, or a total situation. Um, I, I I just know that Kansas City, the reason they were doing that is because they were turning the ball over. If he figures out how to not turn it over, and it looks like he might have, then you know what? Um, it's going to be a good good football game. It is going to be a good football game. It's going to be exciting to watch. The over-under on that one, by the way, highest of the week, 56 and a half. Uh, guess what? I'm also going to bet the over while I'm at it, too, because I think Talk about teams getting to the 30s. I think both of these teams get into the 30s this week. My favorite wager is what I call the easy sports data total uh, all, uh, over, overall. Overall. It's called overall. That's the name of the bet. It's basically every over you get. So you start the first quarter, you bet the over. Halftime, you bet in the over. Um, oh, uh, Houston just blocked the punt. 
so still zero zero, but we're only you know the team total. I'm so glad I didn't get that. that I got froze out of that second team total bet. I'm looking good now. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then I'll bet first half over, and they're both teams over, and sec and the game over, and both teams over, second half over, both. And I just root for everybody. I I play like they're all my grandkids. Yay, go Tommy, go. <laughs> Hey, did you talk about the Jets-Miami game, or are we going to? We are. We can talk about it right now. Go ahead. Just so you know, they've allowed 175 points in their last four games. 175 points. This is an NFL team. This is not, you know, your local high school. They've allowed 175 points in your last four games. Think about that. That's an amazing number. So you're saying bet the over on 44 and a half. Uh, no, I'm just saying... Uh, if the Jets have 75 points in those four games, hey, Houston just scored. That was quick. Historical levels bad. Houston. Thank yeah, you, yeah, Houston. That, Keep that, me looking good. Like historical level bad. Is that a turn? Can you you should go check with the trademark office, man? <laughs> well, just so you guys know, for from a personal parlay standpoint, I have the Dolphins and the Cowboys both covering as a personal parlay heading into the weekend. So you want to piggyback off of that, go ahead. But I'm feeling really good about that uh, myself. Yeah, Dolphins minus three and a half. Uh, that's about as good of a lock as you can get. What, have you, what do you say, Chris? I 100% agree. I mean, I can't believe uh, I'm probably going to step here on this one. But yeah, but like, yeah, this that does not sound right to me. The Dolphins have been playing much better. <laughs> this defense is going to give Joe Flacco all kinds of issues. He has People act like this guy is going to come in and kind of play quarterback for the team. He's only got what one week of snaps basically with him right hey, now. So he's the experienced quarterback, yeah, but yeah. he wasn't a great quarterback and he won a Super Bowl. He was a yeah. good quarterback, he was never a great quarterback. Yeah, yeah and that was and that was also 10 years ago, a decade ago. Yeah, <laughs> think um, about that. Yeah. Ray Lewis yes. isn't coming through those doors. I'll tell you that. <laughs> talk, about that talk about that defense, Chaz. He's not going to have that same defense backing up on this Jets offense. Who's the same? Ed Reed. Ed Reed. Oh, my Ed God. Reed. Ed Reed. Talk about just the, the uh, dominating force on a, on a gridiron. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. He was, you. he was always tremendous to watch, too. I always like to end this show talking about the primetime games. I don't know how this, the Steelers and the Giants. How do these guys keep getting primetime games? I don't want to watch them on primetime. I don't want to watch them on regular time, let alone primetime. But we have to again this week, unfortunately. So we've got the Chargers and the Steelers. Chargers are set at minus five and a half. Now, I, I believe Justin Herbert did practice today. Chris, back me up on that. I know yesterday he, he had the, the oblique injury after a full participation in practice. So this line, actually, this game wasn't able to be bet on uh, during the show last night when I was doing the NBC football show last night. Because of that, it news. So is that minus five and a half? The over-under set at 47. That's a joke. Uh, bet the under. That's one of the biggest locks you could possibly have for the week. BTW, Steelers don't score. I don't care if it's Ben Roethlisberger back there or Mason Rudolph. It doesn't matter. We still don't know exactly who the starting quarterback for the Steelers is going to be, by the way. I'm going to take the Chargers minus five and a half because they're home. This is a team that they're very hit or miss, but because they're home, I guess the Steelers team that can't score. I'm going to take the Chargers minus five and a half, but I'm really going to take the under. What about you, Chris? So the Pittsburgh Steelers had no no TJ Watt, no Joe Hayden, right. questionable quarterback. Um, no you know, starting left guard. They just decimate defensively, and the Chargers definitely should win this game. And I am not betting on the Chargers because that's <laughs> everything the Chargers usually do to screw you. They line you up with all the things that perfectly sounds great. And then they do the Charger thing. I would not be surprised if Pittsburgh hangs around in this game, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Kim pulled up that. Video button. What's that? The standing ovation video button for Chris. Can you press that? That was that was it. That's the Chargers in a nutshell. Here's here's what data says. The Chargers allow 24 points to everybody, kind of like Oakland allows 20 to everybody. The Chargers allow 24 points to everybody, and Pittsburgh doesn't. And that, to me, is basic math. Pittsburgh doesn't allow 24. So I like that under two, but I, I, I would take the points. I might even go money line because the Chargers, that's what they do. They lose to the teams they shouldn't lose to. <laughs> that's true, but I, I have a hard time imagining them losing. If they lose this game, they have to do a whole organizational sweep 
as far as what the hell is going no, on over they there. Don't. They'll just, that's the Chargers. It's just be yeah. another year they do the Chargers thing. Yeah, I guess and I can't argue that point. Seven and a beautiful new stadium that we rent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what a problem. Exactly. All right, Remember, so we got – go ahead. Every Monday night, if you watch the Manning Brothers, the dad said, Archie Sr. said, there's not a shot how my kids go to play for that organization. <laughs> yeah, it's valid. I think that's the whole reason why the Giants get on Monday Night Football as much as they do is because Eli Manning is, has a game cast on ESPN2. So I got the Giants and the Tampa Bay Bucks. The Bucks are favored minus 10.5. The over-under set at 49.5. I am a little uncomfortable with this line. I'm uncomfortable with this line for a couple of reasons. One, Tampa Bay has no secondary. Richard Sherman's going to be out on IR. Carlton Davis isn't back yet. And Vita Vey is not going to be able to play. Giants are actually more healthy than they have been. And I don't know. Maybe it's just a nasty taste in my mouth from Tampa Bay just not showing up against Washington last week coming off the bye. I don't know what it is. But I'm actually not going to bet this Monday night game, at least not on the overall game lines anyway. What about you, Chris? What's the line at? Ten, minus 10.5 for Tampa Bay. The over-under set at 49.5. Yeah, I'm not betting on this game. I think that the, I do think Tampa Bay wins, but I don't think that's what they're going to cover. I'd be a little bit closer than you expect. You kind of pointed out various reasons why Giants actually should be a little more healthy. I'm not so worried about the Tampa Bay defense, though. I think Vita Bay is going to be missed, of course, but he was out for a good portion of last year as well. And I forget the other big boy's name, but he did quite a job filling in for a week of a, um, and this guy that I think can continue to man down that position as, as he's kind of gets, hopefully gets back healthier sooner than later. But for this week, I think it's going to matter. I think still Tampa Bay is going to be able to win that game. It might be a little bit closer, like I said, than the 10 points, but I think Tampa Bay definitely handles it. Chaz, what say you? I say if Tampa Bay's at home, they're going to score their points. It's what they do. And until they screw me, probably, three times in a row at home. I'm going to keep betting Tampa Bay team total over. All right. I like it. I like it. Chaz, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. We got Thanksgiving coming up next week. Are you going to be around on a Wednesday night? Yes. Okay. Now, I have I have had 5-0 and Thanksgivings, and let me tell you, that pecan pie is extra sweet when you're 5-0 <laughs> and on Thanksgiving. Let me tell you that. Well, you make it make much happier. That's what I want to bring you on. I'm going to bring on Chaz for a special edition, the MD's Fantasy Football Show. We always go Wednesday night, Chris and I do, with the Thursday night preview and the early slate games for the week coming up. We're going to do that again. But I want to bring on Chaz here because it's Thanksgiving. You'll be with the family. You're going to want to bet. So I want to get his take on those bets. So I'm going to get with Chaz about that, exactly what segment he's going to come on. Maybe we'll have him for a few shows, and we'll talk about the games as we go along, get a little more fantasy take from Chris and I. Uh, But... We'll have all that in store for you yeah, going into the holiday yeah. weekend. Sports betting week, sports betting weekly, nothing this week. TB to be determined, nothing this week. It's Thanksgiving. I'm off, but I'll always visit you guys because visiting you guys isn't work. That's right. Absolutely. We keep it fun. We keep it fresh and we keep it flying. Guys, make sure that you're tuning in and signing up Arlen. for the MD's DFS contest, Arlen. which is going to be available to you. And of parlay. course, we had the parlay. I got you, you Chad. Don't don't you worry. I got the parlay. We got the parlay. You would forget it more. I'd save us some money, right, Chris? <laughs> I know. I know. So, I, but I want to make sure people are signing up for the MD's DFS contest. It's free to join. It's going to be on social media at Billy Up MDFF Show. It's on the comments right now, streaming to you guys live. We have all these lock bets for you on the week. If you win, you win the e- one week of easy sports betting data, eight bets for all the different games, all the probabilities, and your name will be eligible for the championship footballs at championshipfootballs.com. A great gift, absolutely, or for yourself. I mean, it doesn't have to be a gift to anybody else. Okay, Chris, before we wrap down the show, you did all your homework. What's your lock bet of the week? So this one has nothing to do with my homework. It's everything to do with my heart. And Cam Newton and Carolina Panthers are going to beat down the Washington football team this week. So take that one as my bet. The point spread at minus three. Yep. Okay. All over it. He said, I'm all over it. I'm all over it. Dancing like him in the end zone after this week. I'm going to say my lock bet is Dallas outright. I'm going to win some money this week, boys. 
I'm, I'm betting them with the if I, I I'm putting this parlay in, but I'm not betting a money line. I'm letting you know that I'm betting them with the points. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tennessee, Houston, in their last eight games in the second half, have scored seven points or less in seven of those eight games. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be on Tennessee early, but I, even if they're up, I'm gonna keep rolling. That was New England last night. They were up. I'm keep rolling with them. Love it. I love it. That's our parlay of the week. Guys, I'm going to wrap it up for the show today. I hope you all enjoyed it. Make sure you're checking us out on your favorite pod streaming app after the show. You can always tune in whenever you need to on the YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe. Chaz, as you always like to say, always be cash. Always cash. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.